Undeniable Johnny Goldsmith, J.U. Wrestle Talk, and TWG1991 require your undivided attention for however long this takes. Welcome to Snapbacks and Beards. Your discretion is advised. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to number 18 of the Snapbacks and Beards podcast. Um, I'm joined, as always, by the undeniable Johnny Goldsmith. How are we doing, sir? All good here, Stu. Yeah, yourself. Yeah, very well, very well. And uh, again, as usual, by J.E. WrestleTalk. How are we doing, Jay? Yeah, I'm good, buddy. How are you? Yeah, all good. I'm excited as we have got another guest this week. Um, I'm going to make sure I try and give a really, really good introduction because she could hurt me. So I'm, uh, I'm going <laughs> to do it. Um, the, the red-haired renegade, the unbelievable talent talent that is Tracy from WAW. Welcome and thank you so much for joining us this week. Hello, thank you for having me. I like the intro, I'm not going to hurt you. There we go, good. That's, that's a good start. It's been a long start, time coming, yeah. but we, uh, <laughs> At least you know. we finally finally got it going. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. So I'm going to start off, you know, I don't want to be the one with all the cliches, but the one I'm going to ask first is just why wrestling and like how did you how did you get into it? Like, why did you decide that was throwing people around was for you? I always tell people I accidentally became a wrestler, and then they're like, "How?" So <laughs> it's oh, <laughs> I was dating a guy, told me he was a wrestler, didn't even know Britain had. A wrestling scene this is in like 2012 so i was like oh, i'll go be like the good girlfriend bit i'll go support him i'll go watch him once and then i never have to do it ever again so I'll go meet all his friends meet the promoter and become quite good friends with him and start selling merchandise for him at shows and raffle tickets become a valet do that for a little while still absolutely adamant never going to be a wrestler Never get me in the ring. Not for me. I'm a pacifist. And then I uh, was watching a Bellatrix show at a talk in Norwich. And two of the girls did this brutal pull-apart. It was savage. And I was like, stood next to Ricky Knight. And I was like, oh, I kind of kind of want to have a go. And he was like, get this training school in two weeks. See you there. <laughs> Never done anything nice. else. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, if there's so someone to you. Yeah, if someone's going to sell it to you, Ricky's going to sell it to you, isn't he? That's a, he will sell you the dream. Yeah, so that was a, just a... And then it was mental from there, really. Nice. So it was quite, quite a quick turnaround from that sort of, ah, oh, I'd, I'd quite like to give this a go to, right, now you're, now you're training, here you go. I think for me, I fell in love with wrestling this, the very first time I hit Matt. Literally, was terrified, terrified of wrestling, scared of getting hurt. And then I took my first bump, and it was a back bump, and I was like, "This might be all right. This might be what I do." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's such a so such a random like way to fall into it. But like you say, that's in. So what? You're ten, ten years in. Just over? So, Is that right? I think, right. like, mixed in with the industry 10 years. I valeted yeah. for maybe a year, 
and then uh, I've been wrestling, I think it's my nine years coming up, but because there was the valet in nice. before, it's hard to keep track. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. So you obviously mentioned about, you know, the training school and, and stuff like that. Like how, how tough was that initial training and like moving on to it now? Like how, how tough do you find it to just keep going and, picking up all new things so my first training school i think i was 22 years old and i had not done not even like a spin class in a gym in the way of exercise for six years the warm-up alone i think that was horrible the warm-up alone i think i physically threw up like six or seven times i was so out of shape it was so bad it was the hardest thing I'd chosen to do as an adult, but it was worth every second. Yeah. Absolutely every yeah. second. Now it's a little bit more routine because we do it so much. It, it gets a bit easier in the summer. So in the summer season, we're working anything between sort of four and 12 shows a week. And then you train at weekends. Oh. So you get you get a really good ring fitness shape. But if you drop that a little bit takes it out of you sorry excuse me yeah i um i think i'm i'm well beyond ring shape i think i think that's uh, <laughs> yeah without a doubt i am well out of ring shape i <laughs> am <laughs> uh, sorry i was just going to say i suppose that leads into a, a question that i had actually which was just um so when you had your initial training how long were you training for before you had your like first live match so I did, before my first singles match, oh, actually, no. So my first match wasn't actually for WAW, even though I've only ever been trained by WAW. I, the company that I first came in through didn't have any regular girls. So my first singles match was probably a year into training, and it was a title match, and it was storyline. And I went over for the title in my debut, and I oh, felt like do I, don't, I felt like such a fraud. It was horrible because I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing in here. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Um, my WAW singles debut was sort of six months later, and I'd sort of had a little bit more um, training under my belt, and I knew the girls I was working a little bit more, and. Um, yeah it was i don't know it's terrifying it's honestly mm. the worst <laughs> it does sound i'm not gonna lie because yeah. um oh, it's yeah. not the only you're not the only one from uh waw who uh won a women's title on her debut then <laughs> well no <laughs> no um it's not it's, it's uh, happened That's before it. as well uh, i was gonna say when um when you see like Paige, uh saria russell and a mom russell as well can you sort of tell that they're from the WAW like training? Can you tell like they've been part of that school? Yeah, I think all of the girls from WAW have like a little stroke of like Soraya Knight in us, and then by proxy, because there's so much Soraya Knight in Soraya, <laughs> by proxy we all have like a little a little slip of that in us. I don't know. It's uh, okay. it's definitely an inspiration, isn't it? 
Yeah. I was going to yeah, say that, that's yeah. not necessarily a bad thing, is it? Not at all. <laughs> no, no, definitely, definitely not. Um, <clears throat> and ov- obviously, you said about kind of um, sort of matches you've had and going over for going over for the title in your de- in your debut match and stuff. Like, have you got someone in mind as like who would you, who you'd want as a as a dream opponent or someone you'd really love just to just to get in get in the ring with and, and sort of tear up with so i'm one of the i'm i'm terrible wrestler who's not actually i don't watch that much wrestling so for me at the moment there is one person within bellatrix i really want to get in the ring with and i really want to have a singles match with and that is vanessa because she is just a fire talent. She's incredible. Okay. Um, I'd love to have, obviously, I'd be silly to not, wouldn't I? I'd love to have a match with Soraya. Who wouldn't? Yeah. I've wrestled yeah. her mum. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd love to yeah. wrestle her too. The story writes itself, doesn't it? Right, does it not? Yeah. Garen, we'll, we'll get book it, book it now for Fightmare in. In November, November the you'll promote 19? much better than me. It's November. Yeah. It is November, yeah. I believe. It's November the nineteenth. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, get that booked in. <laughs> well, the three of us will be there. We've um we've already decided that we're we gonna, will. we're going to be there. Yeah. Uh, oh, that'd be awesome! Awesome! I know after, I, that's already been. I, I enjoyed it so much. Cool. Yeah, I enjoyed it so much <laughs> last year and told these boys all about it. So um yeah we've said we're gonna be we're gonna be down there this year um mm-hmm. so that'll be that'll also be well cool um bigger and so than I had yeah I, I i was really surprised actually i have to say i thought like even just gone the one the one just gone was bigger than kind of what i thought it was going to be um like and obviously i think some of the some of the other talent that was there sort of helps probably some of the casual um but yeah i thought it was thought it was well good so we're all looking forward to that mm. um, later this year um so yeah we set out obviously a dream opponents um out of who you've kind of wrestled with um you know over over the last sort of nine years or whatever who's been who's been the toughest opponent and like what was so tough about them See, this is a oh, I mean, Saray and I is always tough. Yeah, but I love wrestling her, but she's always <laughs> tough. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. So I spent like I always like to think like my more recent stuff. Like obviously, as you as you grow in the business and stuff, your sort of opponents sort of level up a little bit. Um, I'm very excited because on the second of June, I'm wrestling Zaya Brookside, which. Oh, I'm very yeah. excited for that one. Wow. That, um, toughest. Laurie was always very tough for, for our girls here. Very solid, amazing worker, but very solid. Um, there's not, there's no one that's been like tough in a bad way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like to feel my wrestling. Yeah. 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 So yeah, do you well, do you ever get told? Sorry, Stu. Um, so do you ever get told like you're you're going to be in a match with someone and you're like, mm, no, like I don't like you might hurt me. Like I don't want to. No, not at all. 
Okay. No, so I think I think when you when you go into wrestling, like when you step in the ring, you have to trust that whoever you're going in there with is going to be professional, and they're not mm. setting out to like this is how we earn our living. We've got to be able to get yeah, in and do it again. <laughs> and I think that's just like an unwritten respect mm, rule. Yeah, like, yeah. don't go in and try and act. If you've got an actual problem with someone, you sort that out outside of the ring. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that makes makes sense. Um, <clears throat> I always wondered, actually, um, so, you know, obviously, does your style change depending on who you wrestle? Because I presume if someone's... Uh, a smaller girl or a shorter girl or whatever does the style that you have has to change slightly or are you always yeah. the same sort of fighting style I think I'm, I'm a very gobby human being when i wrestle i think obviously the a, a smaller girl is going to have a different sort of attacking style mm-hmm. than a, that was so basic i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> smaller girls are always going to have like a a different attacking style to a bigger girl. So I think, I mean, with the bigger girls, probably probably hit a little bit harder. But the smaller girls, they don't they don't need as much. Do you know what? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Not that no, they can't sense. take it, but they just don't. You, you preserve your energy a little bit, don't you? They go. They go. Yeah. They go down a bit easier. Little bit. If you've got <laughs> someone the same size as me, like, and it's rare because I'm I'm not a small person. But if I've got someone the same size as me, it's a little bit more like impactful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You, you know about like your your height and and stuff. That kind of leads me on. I I wondered like for for you, is there a is there a move that is just really awkward for you to like? You just think, oh, if you're sorting out a match or whatever, and you're know, like you're talking about different moves to do that you're like oh, i really don't want to take such and such move because it's just really awkward to take or you know th- things like that and I, I just wondered because i've seen a few things that i've seen on various socials where they've sort of asked people about moves that they don't like taking or they do like taking or whatever so it's just interesting to know from your perspective what what's awkward for you to take really i have like a golden rule i won't take a german suplex and there is very logical reasons. So German suplexes, number one, they're really fucking dangerous. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're literally throwing yourself up, backwards, and if you look for the floor behind you, you're on top of your head and your neck is done. So it's less about, like, people giving it to me and more about the trust in myself to take it. Always a little bit nervous if I've got to take something off the ropes. <laughs> like, mm. actually being thrown off the ropes, because I'm I'm a tall girl, like, if you add my nearly six foot onto the top of a top rope, that that's a long way down. Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I I always, you know, watching watching stuff just obviously when I've when I've gone to shows or, or watch watch stuff on TV and that I always think that just looks really high. I don't think I'd fancy <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't I'm not good with heights. I don't think I would um I I would be about that to be honest. Um I like- and I've so I was just going to say I've never really thought about a German suplex, but actually, if you're right, if you do even try and remotely look round, that's game over. Like, you've got to just so trust it. With the German suplex as well, you've got the held German suplex and you've got the released German suplex. And I have seen someone think they are being put in a re- like a released German, 
I actually be a held German, and they kept, the way they came down, it was entirely a miscommunication. But the way they came down, they like need themselves oh. in the nose, and I was like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, oh. Don't think I want that one for me. Mm. Yeah. Do you know? Sometimes I think we forget just like how even moves that look quite easy to do are actually even them can the little things have to be done right or makes make a mess. So I remember there was a time when Neville did a baseball slide and broke his ankle you know from just doing that incorrectly like and it's it's crazy really when you think about that looks easy enough to do and it's it's really not <laughs> mm. yeah. yeah i hate baseball slide uh, the world yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I... anything in there can go a little bit wrong yeah like and it's like what was it i took a i took a, a double leg i took okay i speak British wrestling, so I don't know sunset flip, double leg, yeah, one of them jobs. I took one of them not even that long ago, and I I just forgot to like not smash my head into the floor, and I gave myself sixty second short term memory. Wow, for four wow. hours and had to go to hospital, <laughs> and that was like so innocuous. Yeah, it's they're the ones, though, aren't they? When you from what i've from what i've seen it's the little ones that that can cause cause that sort of damage just to sort of you know, that that throws throws you out i remember we we spoke just after then because you we were obviously trying to arrange to get you on and you're like yeah i've managed to concuss myself i was like good that's it no yeah. did you have to did you have to have the same conversation again 60 seconds afterwards right <laughs> okay <laughs> because bless my boyfriend my boyfriend took me to hospital right and like we were in the waiting room and obviously i don't recall any of this any of this at all no memory and then i'm starting to i'm sat in the waiting room and this i've got a really bad headache and i'm just about remembering enough to be like no i really need some painkillers so he's gone to get me some painkillers this little old lady sat next to me and she goes i've got to tell you dear He's been very patient with you. He's answered all of your questions again and again, and he's not moaned about it once. And I was like, God. <laughs> <laughs> were you in, um, when you had to go up to the hospital, were you in like full gear and stuff, or had you got changed? Because I just had this image of you in like full gear, just sat in, sat in the hospital. Just like... <laughs> no, so I was actually, I think I, think I was just um, running some moves, like warming up in the ring before a show. And um, literally half hour before doors opened, smacked my head. So I was still in training gear, thank God. <laughs> is that is that the worst the worst injury you've you've kind of had, or have you had worse than that? No, my shoulder sucked way worse than my head. Yeah. I um, yeah. last I spent most eleven months of last year out of action because I'd ripped the labrum off the front of my shoulder socket, where the ligament that comes from here attaches and i had to have reconstructive surgery and so like while fight mare was going on yeah um i had not long had, had i had my yeah i not long had my surgery and i was like just heartbroken to not be able to be a part of it and i'm like watching all the all these guys that i absolutely love like they are my family by watching all of these guys do the very thing that I was like gearing up and like out of lockdown, everyone was just like the next fight. Now we can all work towards that. And then, yeah, gone like 
off some really not again really innocuous stuff so i'd like had a bit of a strain and i got in and we, we were training i'd done a warm-up i'd done a roll and it like popped out but as i laid back down to like get out the ring to get checked out it like went straight back in and i have hypermobility but things like that happen and it's not a big not always a big deal so i done my match that night double clothesline shoulders out like powder out the ring like damn this is this is my last one for a while you you know mm. like you know yeah. like this is so i get back in the ring like i lean over the shoulder to like try and roll and pop it back in it goes back in finish the match the ref goes to raise my hand and i'm like do not raise that arm it's <laughs> <laughs> like he's like what i was like do not raise the other one do not raise that arm who comes around raises yeah he's like what's happened i was like it popped out so what what, what i take from that is you're double hard yes that's that's basically what i'm taking from that pop your shoulder back in and crack on like that. <laughs> the thing is you're like so there's so much adrenaline like i done my left knee when i was in a match as well and that was like the first thing that happened i like done my acl first move of a match and like adrenaline Honestly, you know that thing about mothers like lifting cars off babies. Mm, yeah, I yeah. believe it. I believe it. When I did my knee, I done a match. It was on the holiday camp circuit, so I done a match. Um, and I was in there with Serenite, and she bless that woman. She looked after me. Like I done it in the mm. first move. She knew I'd done it. She won't. But the adrenaline kicks in, and I tell you, we done run around the building spots. My knee was fine. The adrenaline was pumping. I was good to go. Four o'clock in the morning that next morning, sobbing. Like pain. <laughs> <laughs> That's mad. That is mad. Um, are you, I was sort of saying about about Soraya. I think one one of the things that that I love from the times I've sort of seen her and and seen her perform and stuff like that is just it doesn't feel like her wrestling gimmick and character is a hundred miles away from just who she is in person. Because um, I say I've you know as i'm as i'm from norwich and have played football i know i know most of the nights anyway um and having you know seen her at football away from the wrestling side of it it's still she's still pretty much the the same sort of person and i can just i can imagine if if something goes wrong she is the one that you want to kind of carry you through that and sort of look after yeah, you. yeah. absolutely like fully trust that woman with my life like genuinely yeah. love us please and she is just honestly in that situation in any sort of crisis she's the person i want there mm -hmm. does that make sense like yeah. everyone in yeah. the whole of wrestling that i've met she's the one where i'm like right she when i did my head that was who they got on the phone they got her on video call and she was like bird what's happened and i was like i don't know <laughs> she's like she's like right i don't need you right now i need tracy and i said like apparently i did like this little bustle thing and, like brought tracy out and she's like go to the hospital and i was like yes <laughs> i love that as well <laughs> don't argue with her no no absolutely not that's uh no <laughs> and i i suppose that kind of again leads on to i was just and I know we briefly spoke, I think, on on social media a, a few weeks back, like you started to mention about a, a story you'd had in somewhere. And I want to say it was a chip shop, but it might not have been a chip shop. It was somewhere with like some random, just 
it started it sounded like it was gonna be a really random brilliant story and so i was just wondering if you can remember it and <laughs> remember the story oh, no the chip the thing is like i love it's pieces but she's not so, <laughs> so there are so many stories i i can't even Chip shop story. I can't remember if it was. I could be completely making that up, but I know that I want to. I can't remember who you said was also was there. I think you said Scott Hall, but I don't know if that was a. If I'm making oh, that no, up, that was. Oh my god, no! That was my mum, my dad, me, Scott Hall, Ken Anderson, Sin Bodhi, and a couple of the other WAW guys, all in. And I, I, am I allowed to swear? Yeah, I shit you not. We were in the subway on Magdalene Street in Norwich. <laughs> so, that is unreal. I'm like genuinely. So we were doing TV tapings at Epic Studios. Yeah. And we, so much like how we do our weekenders now, there'd be like a show in the afternoon and then a break and then a show in the evening. And um, we'd all like needed to, we needed to eat and Subway was there and it was open. And then I think a call came through. And it was um, like, I think one of the radio stations had turned up to do interviews with like Ken Anderson and Scott Hall and like, you know, all these big names. So we're all stood in Subway and I'm then, then there like, and I'm getting a list of these orders. And I think, I think the one random thing I remember is Scott Hall had a very specific thing where he was like, I need the inside of the bread to be scooped out because like low carb stuff, I guess. So I'm there with my mum, my dad. And we're like, we're like trying to take all of these. I'm sitting there thinking, if I get their food wrong, I am fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I have not been wrestling too long by this point either. And I'm genuinely like, if I get this wrong. What, what a surreal experience of just, yes. yeah, I just need a subway order for Scott Hall. So, as you yeah, do. It just, oh, mate, I've got, there's been some, I did once nearly knock Ray Mysterio out with her door. That's how I met okay. him. Okay. <laughs> I'm a calamity, like honestly. We were again Epic Studios, and I think um, Soraya Knight had asked me to run and grab something or go and do something, and we were quite close to like things kicking off or whatever. And I was like, in Epic Studios, from the studio bit to the backstage bit, there's these two like super heavy doors, um, and there's like a tiny gap in between them. And as I've opened one, He's opened the other one and walked through it. And honestly, I was like, oh, my God, I am so, so sorry. By the way, my name's Iona. It's nice to meet you. I've got to run into an errand. Hopefully I can speak to you again later. And I was out of there. I was like, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> so that there, there could be the title of the episode. Knocking out Rey Mysterio with a door. Could be, yeah. could be, the, could be the title. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think we'll go with that one. <laughs> oh, no. I can imagine, though, it, I don't know why, but he really strikes me as the sort of person that then actually probably apologised for, like, being in the way or something. <laughs> like, he didn't, like, I don't know why. He was so gracious. He was like, no, you're okay. I understand. And then I just zoomed off. And I was like, afterwards, when I stopped doing what I was doing, I was like, oh, shit, I just nearly knocked Ray Mysterio out of a door. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, as well, I suppose, I suppose, with the the height differential between yourself and him as well, like it can't it can't really be helped, can it? Like <laughs> if, he, if he's like, in the way, with, with like epic and stuff. So like, 
we used to like all all the talent would like really dress up and you'd make an effort. So not only am I like literally five foot eleven and a half flat foot, I've also got like four and a half five inch platform shoes on as well. So I'm I'm enormous. <laughs> so you must be like a foot and a half taller than Ray at that point. Surely. <laughs> Honestly, I just was like, oh shit. <laughs> I was going to say, what is um, what was Scott Hall like then? Did you get interacting with him much? Scott Hall was brilliant in that he had time to give advice to everyone, from the girl that was uh, the trainee that was walking other wrestlers to the ring to the people in the main event. Like he did not discriminate when it came to advice and time and, and watching what you were doing and like giving you a little tip here and like genuinely I did um I did a, one of his seminars I was super green like super super green I felt so out of my depth when I did a seminar with him at WAW and I got really emotional and really upset because I was like I'm gonna be shit I haven't been doing it long like proper embarrassing like snot bubbles tears a lot like to Scott Hall I shit you not he pairs me up with this girl and he's like, you'll be fine. You'll do great. He like talked me through it and we did it. And then as we're going through it, he like, when we showed what we had done, he was like, you got all upset earlier and there was no need. <laughs> and it was just very, I think because I didn't watch wrestling and if I'm honest, I don't really watch it now either. But because I didn't watch it growing up, I find that when we have these big names come in, like, I'm aware of the magnitude of their name, but not because I'm aware of it, because of how everyone around sort of yeah. reacts mm -hmm. to it. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Yeah. So I kind of almost have a buffer to like, not fangirl. Yeah. Mm. That, that, that must be quite nice for them in a way as well, actually, I suppose. Not like someone just sees them as an actual individual and a human being rather than yeah. their name, I suppose, which must be... Must must be really cool. I sometimes worry though that it's like the other way. Like, oh, I'm a trainee. Like, like I'm I'm, I'm a wrestler. You you are a huge star. I'm aware that you're a huge star. Why am I not like? Yeah, but I just I don't know. I think if I can learn, I will learn. I'll learn yeah. everything mm. that I can because you can never stop learning and wrestling because mm. constantly evolving and changing. I think. Something very much drummed into us here at WAW is you will never know everything about this job. You'll never, ever know everything that there is to know because there's always something new. So I kind of, when those people come in, it's more of like an opportunity to sort of pick, I'll pick your brain and I'll pick your brain and I'll pick your brain. And we're very fortunate that we've had some amazing people to be able to learn off of. Yeah, I was just saying, from not just the the last fight member other shows that i've seen and, and advertised and stuff there's you know uh, there have been some some big big names there and i think that 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 says a lot for uh, well if whichever way you want to say it for the for the british wrestling scene but obviously for us locally as well that we can attract such such big names is but keep a lot of the homegrown talent as well yeah it's, it's massive um I think that's yeah. That says it says a lot. I did did wonder as well. Like, do you have a a set kind of routine or like a pre match ritual, or just do you like 
like when I know when I used to play football, it had to be my right my right boot was done up first, my right sock was on, shin pad, all that was done first, and stepped onto the pitch with my right foot and all that nonsense that didn't make me a better player in any way, shape, or form. But it did because it gave but, you confidence. Yeah, it, it was just my it was just my thing. Um, so yeah, have you got? Do you have any sort of anything anything like that? Um, so, okay, so things that always just happen to happen before my match, I always try and put one of my boots on before my knee pad, regardless of whether I've like got my knee pad in my hand, I always try and, I don't know why, it's kind of like muscle memory, but the one time that I didn't put my knee pad on, uh, put my boot on before I tried to put my knee pad on, popped my shoulder out of place, so... Oh, you know, maybe that should yeah. be part of it. But I have like, if I'm particularly nervous for a match, I have like a tappy, little like countdown tappy thing I do with my hands, and then I'll like shake my hands and stuff, and the girls are like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm counting." <laughs> so that's that, sort of it, that. really. Yeah. I love that. That's pretty yeah. cool. It's, it's interesting, like you say, just how that now sticks in your mind of when you didn't do something. You shoulder was shoulder was out sort of thing um you get there are girls who have sort of more more but i think everyone's think some people it's like a really tiny thing like i know people who literally just have to listen to a song just listen to a song the match before mine yeah. or listen to a song and like that's that's nice that's like getting the zone sort of stuff isn't it mm. yeah 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 that makes makes sense I'm um, just trying it so I wrote something else down and don't know where I wrote it down. Um, but it's just around kind of like how, because I've not actually seen on like any socials of, of yours that I that I follow or look, but how do you find like the promo side of things? Because I think we've, we've spoke quite a lot on, um, on this podcast around, um, you know, promos and different promo skills and stuff like that. And I think I'd really struggle. I genuinely think I'd really struggle with a with a promo. Um, and so, yeah, like, do you train much at all? Or do you just do you do it? Like, what's what's the what's the story with that? When I first started, I was terrified of promos. I actually had a silent character when I first started. Yeah, and I'd say one word, and that one word was my name. That was it. And then, um, I'd like. I think the so it started with video promos at Epic Studios, and I'd, they'd be they'd be recording it, and uh, they'd literally have someone stood next to the camera with words on a card. Couldn't wear my glasses; I'm blind. Right, so just Ooh. didn't didn't really work. But yeah. promo, I find promo training harder because I think it's harder when when you're training with the other guy and you're learning promos. Like the the guy you're cutting a promo on. Is watching you. They're like sat there, and there's like maybe thirty or forty people all sat. It's like it's a bit like school assembly, and they're all sat in your cut in this promo, and you're like, you. <laughs> <laughs> so I I find it much easier to do it like on a on a show set, setting. Um, I think I've done a little bit of MCing as well. So okay. Do think that helps you get comfortable with hearing your voice a second later, really loud through speakers, because that's that's a jarring thing the first time you do sort of a promo. You say it and then you hear it. Mm. Like, Hello. Oh, no. I've never thought about that, actually. Yeah. No, I, no, never thought about that being a thing. But I think but my character that I have now, 
She's bobbing. So I'm like, give me a microphone or don't give me a microphone. I'm going to shout at someone. (laughs) 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 It's not me, it's her. And, and, and you wonder why I didn't approach you at fight there. Um, <laughs> someone eight foot tall shouting at people. I thought, yeah, I'm, I'll stay here, actually. I'm going to... Oh, look, there's Hernandez. Oh, he looks friendly. I'll go, I'll go stand behind him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, I just, I, so I, I just say, and again, obviously, going back to, back to fight there, I do think, because... Um, said before Chelsea Green and Matt Cardona were there and that just before Chelsea's match with Soraya that promo she cut was so good I can just remember just slating Norwich for like 10 minutes and just getting like just a shower of abuse was fantastic like I yeah I can just remember sat like texting my friends afterwards and being like that was so good like she was just yeah yeah I thought that was well good but um so like for me the whole of nightmare I was like this little orange my hair was lit dyed at the time so i was like if i was going one way it was like a little blue blur and if i was going the other it's like a little orange blur just running around like a lunatic except for that match yeah i was like no i'm sitting down for this match i'm going to watch this match and i watched it It was brilliant it was exactly exactly right it was so good yeah yeah it was to be fair yeah and i managed to get i was i was sort of middle-ish for most of it but i did I did move move forward for the main event because I wanted to be closer to that. Um, mm. But that's just because there was some there were some insane spots in that match as well. Like yeah, there is um, um, Chelsea Green actually uh, currently on the women's roster. Like a lot of people talk about you know the women's champion Bianca Belair, Charlotte's uh, Charlotte Flair, and uh, you know Ronda Rousey. Chelsea Green is brilliant. Like her role is fantastic. Um, she's doing some real fantastic yeah. work. She really she's not is. quite. She's not quite on the women's championship uh, scene at the moment. But like, honestly, I'd put her there now. Like, she's so good. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And like, honestly, genuinely, she was so lovely. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that that promo was just yeah, it was just mad. It was so good. Um, yeah. Um, and like, yeah, I think, like I say, is it? Have you got like? Obviously, I know we said about like dream opponents and and stuff like that. But would you, someone that's kind of, I guess, like you said, not been a massive wrestling fan or ever, would your would your style or your approach change if they were like, okay, yeah, you know, in two months' time, we've got Chelsea Green coming back and and we want you in a program with her? Like, does that change your like thought process? Thinking, oh, actually, you know. Like she's a different, a different sort of kettle of fish almost. Or are you just you do you and stick stick with that really? I I tell you one thing, my ass would be in the gym every day, morning and night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I think you have like you have your character, yeah. and your your character is is your identity. So if you like. In real life, if I was meeting these people, I wouldn't sort of edit myself. So I think in wrestling, I think there's room for everyone. And this, I don't know. I just think no, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> like when I try to explain it, it's like no, I like 
it's taken me quite a while to sort of find a style in wrestling that I'm comfortable with and that like I think brings out sort of my best and therefore can bring out the best from a match situation yeah mm-hmm. so I think like I would definitely like I would study and I would get like get fitter and like you need to sort of there's that sort of stuff that you can do but I think if we changed our sort of style of wrestling for every opponent you sort of wouldn't you'd lose your identity a little bit does mm. that make sense yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i was mm-hmm. I, I was gonna ask like how how close to you know how close to iona is is tracy sort of thing and that without you then saying how gobby how gobby tracy is i'm like oh this this is gonna go well yeah but, maybe, uh, maybe don't ask that question yeah <laughs> <laughs> like I think, oh, how much is she like me? Um, if I'm hungry in real life, I am all Tracy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I just so when Tracy started, she was everything I hated about Essex because I am from Essex. Like I was born there. I grew up with all of the girls with the teeth and the tan and the extensions and the bright blonde hair and like. Then Towie became a thing, and I was like, oh, my God, this is ev- all of the worst parts of where I am from. <laughs> all, like, smushed together and minus brain cells. And I kind of, when I first started Tracy, I was like, that's, I want her to be all the things that annoy me about the people in Essex. And I think as it's kind of gone on, she's become a little bit less, like, annoying towie and a little bit more don't fuck with me i don't care yeah. and i think that sort of attitude not the not the don't fuck with me part like i'm not i'm not an aggressive person in real life at all like i will leave before i get anywhere near a fight in a situation um but i feel like the everyone is going to have an opinion but that's like their opinion. And I think Tracy really just doesn't care about your opinion. And I think to some extent, I have that in me as a as a real person. But generally, like, no, not too similar. Like, I'm not just going to start shouting at someone in the street and calling their head a mug. <laughs> <laughs> just, um, just going back to where you said a minute ago um, that if... Uh, you were hungry, then you might see uh, sort of bits of bits of Tracy come out. So you just let's just say you've had a fifteen to twenty minute match and you've won. And what's your what's your go to meal after a big match? So it's not even after a big match. Every single match at the WAW Performance Center. So we do food there, right? Every single match after every single match. This is such a ridiculous thing that I do, but I eat two sausages like hot dog link sausages but they're butcher sausages that we get so i eat two of those and they get in a cup because i don't want the bread and stuff that goes with them so genuinely every match i have at the pc after that i eat two sausages in a cup that sounds so bad <laughs> you know that's what i said about names for the episode right there yes yeah two sausages mm-hmm. in a cup <laughs> <laughs> That's I think that's fantastic. stolen it as the name. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that is, that's well good. That's such and I, that's such a 
I don't know. I think if, if I could have sat here all like for the next week and probably would wouldn't not have come that. up with that, that yeah. is what you were going to come out with. <laughs> I would have well, gone like, I don't know, like burger and fries or like fish and chips or like. I would have gone Subway, to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah but, but, but just stick the bread out if uh, Scott Hall's around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two, two sausages two, in a cup. Two, two sausages, sausages in a cup. One cup. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's amazing um um just obviously obviously if the guys have got any other questions but i've just what's the what are the main differences now because obviously you've moved sort of performance centers you've moved sort of home home bases what's the what have been the changes with that because i say i knew you were at the old at the old training or the old old sort of facility i wasn't didn't know where you'd move to until we spoke sort of a couple of months back but what's what have been the differences with that really we can do everything in-house like yeah. waw we have our own production area we have staging we have lighting we have a permanently up um eight, i think it's either 18 or 20 foot um tv ring we 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 do this all from where we train we we can do that it goes out live on youtube um we have the case before we've always had to sort of hire venues and when you hire a venue yeah you then have to like rely on people to provide stuff we can do it all exactly where we are now and i think that is i think because i so before rose lane we were somewhere else i joined before rose lane where we were somewhere else and that that was a good place we had like lots of space we had two training rooms but we couldn't put a production on there we couldn't put on a show there and then we moved to rose lane and that was a bit more like warreny so we had different rooms for stuff we had like a gym room and we had a ring room and there was like well there was two ring rooms and there was all of this stuff where we are now there's space so we nearly every weekend we have a show at our home venue where we train i mean We've got a home base, like a regular home base, and yeah. it's WAWs, and that's bloody brilliant. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing, and that's again something we spoke about. Um, I think we were messaging the other the other day between between the three of us, and I sort of said, you know, probably give me give me a, a couple of months, and I think I'm, pro you know, your the home homes home venue is fifteen minutes from my house, if that. So I I want to be you know getting down and just checking out even more what of, of what's going, what's going absolutely on. absolutely um, get yourself to a show it's insane like i i would say get get yourself to a weekender yeah, at the yeah. performance center our next one is the second and third of june that's one of our sort of mini weekenders okay. so that's okay. just going to be the two shows and honestly it's we've got a bar there the booze is cheap we've got food there I'm sold. Yeah, I'm sold. Yeah. <laughs> um, however, the the food that they cater there is it possible to get two sausages in a cup? <laughs> can we get two sausages in a cup? You can get the Tracy special. <laughs> <laughs> I made it worse. How did I make it worse? <laughs> right. um, yeah. No. So I think for for that i definitely want to want to try and get get down and and see mm. more because as you know again i go back and back and back to the you know to, to being at fightmare in in october last year or whatever i was 
it was just as cool like you know like i say matt cardona was there and hernandez was there and stuff like that and that was wicked and that was epic seeing seeing them but just seeing them interact with the talent from here and actually seeing the talent from here was you know is really really cool um and kind of it's there are some there were some big performances i think from people that were there um you know so i think yeah i want to want to go and check out more of um more of what we've got in got in norwich um and yeah hopefully you know might get might get one of them on but if uh well, we're if, uh, super lucky we have got a very very talented home train roster like yeah the guys and girls at WAW and Bellatrix, honestly, like they work really hard. And the trainers are the trainers are second to none, the facility is second to none. And the guys are they love what they do. I mean you love what you do and you do it in an environment where you're surrounded by people who love what they do. Yeah. You can only get good things from that. And that is that is WAW. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I think Finally, from me, I don't know if you boys have any other any other questions, but I just wanna I just wanna know because of how I know them, I, I suppose. Like, how tough as like either trainers or sort of with expectations and stuff like that are um, Ricky Roy and Zach, like as just. Uh, I just yeah I, obviously I know them football wise and what their standards are for that but this is kind of their life and their business and everything like what what are they like what are their expectations and how tough can they be if needed and I think with very much everyone that trains at WAW like the, all of the trainers it's very much as long as you give it a go not everyone can do everything hmm. Not everyone is, not everything is for everyone. And there's like, obviously there's understanding in that, like, especially with guys as experienced as like Ricky, Roy, Zach, Soraya, like with those guys, they've met and trained and worked with so many people that they, they know that not everyone can do all of the things, but what they think, what they like and what they appreciate is the bottle to try. Like, you can't have a go at someone as long as they try something. Mm, absolutely. But also, in a situation where, like, the WAW, I, um, the Step Into the Ring documentary that Zach did, highlighted it perfectly. WAW, they don't say, they don't turn people away. Unless it's going to be dangerous for their health. Like, in Fighting With My Family, Zach trains a blind kid. In real yeah. life, Zach trained a blind kid to wrestle. Yeah. And that happened. They, mm. If there is a way to make it happen, they will make it happen. So what that in turn means is there's a lot of people attracted to wrestling as a whole, but particularly to WAW who struggle with things like anxiety, depression, mental health conditions, physical health conditions. But what is fostered there, especially with like the family and the trainers is any, this, this can be done by most, like, I'm not saying go in your garden and like beat up your neighbour, but like it can be achievable for such a wider range of people than maybe society would let you think. So, along with like that will, like willingness to have a go, and that being what they sort of look for, 
it's they're very understanding of that sometimes someone isn't going to be able to try because maybe their brain's not quite right that day or maybe they're hurting a little bit from something that they've like an injury they're carrying and there's that understanding too mm-hmm. yeah so but you know if you if you make a big whoopsie i uh, wouldn't not you know <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you've got to really, really fuck up, like fuck up to get told off. But if you get told off, you do get told off. Yeah, I can. I, I, I can imagine it. I, I can really imagine that guy coming through. Um, because there's always the thing is, like, you fuck up, you get told off, and then it's done. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it's then very much it's done, and you move on, and that's great. There's, there's some environments where, like. Um, not necessarily wrestling, but there's some environments where things like that, like I used to dance when I was younger and in dance and like you fuck up, you get told off, you're the fuck up kid for a while and that kind of stays and that's not, that's not a thing at all. Yeah, no, that makes, makes sense. That's really cool. Um, boys, you, either of you have any other, any other questions that have come out from... I don't, I think I've covered off the ones, my main one was the food one, I really wanted to know the, uh, and I I asked it, I'm so glad I asked it. Um, I I think... I really uh, enjoy, I really enjoy that we've got a, got a wrestling talent on, and you wanted to know about food, I think that's like... (laughs) (laughs) so important. Yeah, I think every podcast that should be a thing where we ask, right, what's your meal after a, yeah. a match? Or a <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and if, so, any, like, if yeah. anyone beats two sausages in a cup, I, I'm not having it. I don't think anyone is going to beat that. As a, we have to call it two sausages, one cup from now on. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to ask as well, obviously, again, you know, they've got contacts in the wrestling business from fighting with my family, I imagine that's helped as well. I was going to ask, do you get people messaging, asking if you want to be on their show, or do you send in videos of yourself to other promotions, or how does that so work? My, my bookings are very much, like, I'm, I'm very happy where I'm at. Like, don't get me wrong, I have ambition in the world of wrestling, but I'm very happy and content, like, at WAW and Bellatrix, and sort of, my bookings come through the guys there. So I don't, I don't take bookings outside of that sort of, situation my bookings are very much so i think friday i'm i'm working in leeds um for classic uk pro wrestling that is a, the guy who runs that he i met him through waw he books me through waw um the other promotions that i work for was very much the same and if anyone ever does approach me i'm always like oh drop an email so it sounds really bad but it's way less work for me to do right <laughs> love that, love that. <laughs> so <clears throat> Um, so you sort of just touched upon that then like what is what's the ambition what is the what is the the big oh my question I was <laughs> <laughs> see we're in sync that's why I would love to go to Japan like I think any female particularly who is as tall as I am that doesn't want to go to Japan is wasting a natural gift, okay? <laughs> like, um, but I'm also very fascinated by the culture. I would love to go to Japan. For me personally, um, WWE isn't the be-all and end-all for me. Like, I always say to Saraya and I, like, I want a career like yours. 
I want to travel the world. I want to see the world and get to do what I love while I do it. And while I'm physically capable, that's sort of the the goal in sort of the the future. But I just love wrestling. So even if that doesn't get to happen, it's never going to be like a... It'll always be like a, damn it, that would have been good. But it's never going to be like a regret. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Okay. That's... <laughs> Japan is Japan's all conquering. You're ready. Go and go and conquer yeah. Japan. That's a uh, Japan is nuts, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd love to go. I'd love to go. Yeah. So when you get to Japan, remember us three, and we'll you know yeah. go <laughs> over there. That'll be um <laughs> really cool. Um, awesome. So before we or as we as we finish up, where where can we find you or where can people listening find you on socials and anything else you want to promote in terms of shows you've got coming up and all about you what have you what can you tell us uh, so my oh god so my i need to change my tiktok handle so badly so it is in line with all of the rest of my branding everywhere i am trey hyphen c um i think dot bfw for Bellatrix Female Warriors. My TikTok is alt.adjacent because I was trying to be edgy and cool in lockdown when I rediscovered my emo <laughs> self that I'd been suppressing. <laughs> it wasn't a phase, Mum. It wasn't a phase. <laughs> it's, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> don't hit the G-note, okay? <laughs> um, but wrestling-wise, so I am on Friday, I am wrestling Harley Hudson, um, for classic UK pro wrestling at the Anglers Club in Leeds. Um, and then there is always stuff going on at the WAW Performance Centre. Um, and then 2nd of June, I am wrestling Zy Brookside at the Performance Centre for Bellatrix New Era 4. Very excited, not going to lie. Classic. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, um, JE, where can, where can everyone find you? Yeah, so as usual, guys, you can find me on TikTok at JE WrestleTop and Instagram JE WrestleGram, talking all things wrestling. Uh, yeah. Nice one. Johnny, what about yourself? You can find me, Johnny Goldsmith, on TikTok and Johnny underscore Goldsmith underscore on Instagram. Cool. And and I can finally remember to promote my new wrestling Instagram, that wrestling gram, and my TikTok that wrestling guy at pwg1991 um so that's it for this episode and again thank you so much tracy for joining us and putting up with us and telling us all your uh secret food habits and uh, we will yeah. we will we will um we will definitely be seeing you in november for fight mayor and hopefully yeah we'll absolutely get again get yeah. you on again another time but thank you so much brilliant thank you for having me thank, thank you, you. Thanks, thanks for coming on thanks so much <laughs>